Hello and welcome to this week's episode of My Big Gay Podcast with me, Benji. And me, Brad, giving you the life, the love and lows of living in London. Two gays, one city, what, what could, could possibly, possibly go, go wrong? wrong? I don't know what the explosion was, I just went for it. Yeah, you, are you on one today or what's happening? I just, just, when I see it, I always feel like it's like someone like falling from a large height. Like, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> That's because you say it that way. That's all on you. Yeah, but I, I, really up until recently, I always thought you were saying it the same way as me. No. But actually you don't. No, you're way more over the top than me. I may, way more, may what? <laughs> Guys, I was just saying this to Brad before. For some reason, I can't talk today. Like, words are coming out back to front. Like, I'm putting in letters that should not be. So, apologies in advance. Apologies. Does this now mean you're uh, bottom if everything's all opposite with you? I beg your pardon? Well, because usually you're top, aren't you? So, <laughs> now you're being all opposite. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> My body too bootlish to swallow you, baby. <laughs> what are you drinking are you drunk <laughs> no i'm not i kind of wish i was it'd be an excuse but i'm not <laughs> i am drinking something really nice today it was a birthday present for me uh for my last birthday where i was 24 and <laughs> it's a beautiful bottle of pink port ah okay pink port i've never heard of that because i always thought port was like a dark red color yeah, so obviously there's port, which is like a red wine colour. Mm. There's um, white port, which is delicious with tonic. It sounds it sounds like it would be disgusting. It's not. Trust me, this summer have white port and tonic. It's amazing. Um, the Portuguese have it, which is where I found it. I found it when I was in Portugal and delish. Yeah, and now there's a pink port and it's basically, it's, a, it's sweeter. It's more like cherry berry kind of flavour. It's not sickly like you like your drinks, mm. but it's more like a classy sweet, like I like mine. <laughs> That is so rude. Sometimes the truth hurts, Brad. <laughs> um, and also, you'll, you'll be pleased to know, do you know where it's from? Um, Soho. Your m and Oh, is it? Soho? I've been stuck in Jersey for 12 months <laughs> and you think I popped over to Soho to buy some pink pork for my birthday? UK, hun. Bing, bang, bong, <laughs> sing, sang, song, <laughs> ding, ding, dong. UK, to the bing, bang, bong. I'm still not over that song. I still listen to it on a daily occurrence. My friends still open text saying, release the beast, Bimini. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a response for something like, hey, like, do you fancy going for a long walk? <laughs> release the beast, Bimini. <laughs> do you know what I always laugh at is when it goes to the, clap to the UK, hun, because you kept doing it last week. Oh, <laughs> clap to the UK, hun. <laughs> Still not over it. I'm still not over it. Still not over it. My voice, though, of course, hasn't recovered. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> what are you drinking? Not that anyone cares anymore. We've moved on. What are you drinking? <laughs> well, funny you should say M&S because I'm on. Remember, I was drinking that toffee vodka before. I've gone back to it because it's the last bit left of the bottle. But I have to say it's a very large portion today because the last few days have been quite emotional, which I'll come back to a bit later on in the podcast. Okay. And so just to clarify, sorry. So before the podcast, you said to me, Benji, what are you drinking? And I said, just a gin and tonic. And you said, no, Benji, you can't drink that. You're always drinking gin and tonic. Get a different drink. So I go crack open my brand new birthday bottle of pink port Mm -hmm. just to, you know, please you. Thank you. And now 
Turns out you're drinking still your same cheap toffee vodka <laughs> that you've been drinking like the last two weeks. Okay, A, it's not cheap because it's from M&S. Mm. B, it's the last bit. And C, um, it was either that or beer. And I've, I've been drinking beer the last few weeks. I thought I'd mix things up this week and go back to mm. toffee vodka. I needed something harder, I thought. Oh, my. To get over my emotions. I also need something harder. <laughs> Speaking of hard... <laughs> <laughs> you put a post out on Instagram a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice link, Brad. Nice link. <laughs> Speaking of hard. <laughs> you put a post out on Instagram a few days ago because last week, if you listened, we spoke about the sexual act of Frubin. And you put a post out asking people if they were into it or not. And surprisingly, we had six people say that they were into it. Yep, we did, including one of our quite high-profile followers <laughs> said yes. yes. <laughs> and we are contemplating selling this to Heat magazine. No, no, joking. <laughs> joking, but they, but they did say yes. They did, um, yeah. Yeah, like, wow. Because you were sure it was going to be 100% no one's into that, didn't you? I... I thought maybe a couple of people would say yes. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes, for me, I don't like it. It makes me feel a little bit queasy. I don't pass judgment on anyone else for doing it. And I didn't think it'd be that much of a popular thing. Mm. But yeah, turns out it's quite the um, event. Quite the event. Yeah. I, To be honest, I was surprised as well that there was that many people that would say yes. Again, it's not my thing. Um, and it's quite a niche kink, isn't it? But um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's people like it. Also on Instagram, um, <laughs> when I was uh, just had a free moment, um, I put out um, uh, sum me and Brad up in an emoji. Oh yes, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got them all up here now, and some of them I'm ever so slightly confused about. So I'll start with the first one that was sent to me, where I won't give their name out. They have said whiter than Gandalf's beard. All right, well, I would agree with that, to be honest. You are quite white. Well, when I first read it, I was like, oh my goodness, we've got our first troll. (laughs) (laughs) I am being a victim of social media (laughs) bullying. Yeah. Well, no, I think maybe I am. I don't know. I don't don't understand that whiter than Gandalf's beard. Because you're quite well-spoken. Like, you are the epitome of a white, (laughs) middle-class gay guy, aren't you? I don't know. I think a lot of people would disagree with that. (laughs) But um, sure. I mean, I also had one that was just the poo emoji, which I'm also confused about. But less confused, as I've just noticed the display picture of that person is them in a diaper. Do you reckon then they think you might be a daddy and they want to be the baby? I didn't until just this moment. (laughs) Let's move into some of your emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot of people put the, uh, like some kind of drinking emoji, whether that's a wine, a beer or a martini glass. So that's, that's quite accurate. I do like a little tipple, don't I? Mm -hmm. It's actually an intervention. We think you're drinking too much. (laughs) There were quite a few eggplants. Hey, hey. There were quite a few eggplants. That's because everyone knows that you're a filthy bottom. There's also, (laughs) my favorite one is from Sam. He sent um, a fairy. (laughs) Yeah, a fairy. I enjoyed that one. Uh, Someone put, a poo bath emoji. <laughs> Do you remember that story from season one? Yes. Oh my goodness. I think we all remember that story. <laughs> it's burnt in our brain. Um, I also had one for me, the gorilla. Um, and I was also very confused about this one. Yeah. Cause you ain't hairy. 
oh yeah is that what that meant well anyway i messaged them like <laughs> what do you mean by this <laughs> uh and he responded and said um big daddy benji oh okay like big gorilla daddy leader of the pack i mean i've been called many things in my life a gorilla is not one of them no <laughs> But someone did put a monkey, and that's more accurate. Cheeky monkey. That makes sense. Cheeky little monkey, that's fair enough. I also got the nail emoji, the nail polish one, nail nail painting, Mm -hmm. which I think I send to you on a daily basis. (laughs) You do. Sassy, yes. I do love that that emoji. I really do. Little quick story, just whilst we were talking about um, whiter than Gandalf's beard. Oh, yeah. So I've not actually had a shave on my face for about a week. I didn't have any like Zoom meetings and stuff to do. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to shave this week. Mm. Um, And so I've got a bit of stubble uh, more than I would usually have. And I was looking in the mirror uh, this morning, actually. And one of my stubbles is white. Oh my gosh. Like white, white hair. And it made me think, yeah, I'm I'm now at that point where I'm going to start seeing little white hairs pop up. Right. So I have a, a little bit of knowledge on this. Go on. One white hair sprouting out is actually nothing to do with age. Oh, is it not? No, it's to do with pigment within skin. So it's why, like, I'm blonde, but I might get a chest hair that's, like, black. Right, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if it's just one, it's nothing to do with with going old. Also, then just spin that on its head. Yeah. Obviously, people do um, go white and grey when they get older, right? So it's got to start off with one hair, and then, like, another hair will appear and so on and so on, right? Um, it's more patches. You'll get a few hairs growing together. Ah, in like one patch. Yeah. And it would, it would be over, it wouldn't, from what I've read, so this has become a very educational uh, (laughs) moment. It's not that it just suddenly goes gray or suddenly goes white. It like goes that color over time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it'll, it'll carry on growing and it'll just get lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter until it's white. Uh, I see. Cause to be honest, I've never noticed that ever. And, and to be fair, I, I'm fairly clean shaven most of the time. So this is the, the first time in ages I've let my like beard grow through a bit more. Freak flag fly. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, white beard hair. Couldn't believe it. So you're Gandalf, actually. I'm Gandalf. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough of my hairs. Please go shave your face. Okay, um, <laughs> on with the podcast. Actually, before we crack on with the podcast... Speaking of on with the podcast, we have listened to what you said on Instagram and we have released four exclusive My Big Gay Podcast mugs. We have designed by Benji himself, I might add, and they're, mm. they're pretty decent. I, I approve. <laughs> they're pretty decent. You're all right. Yeah, there are. There's four different ones. We've got um, a regular logo on both sides of the mug. Actually, our logo comes on all the mugs on one side. Then you can have one of the mugs has the logo repeated on the second side. We've got one that says Team Benji, one that says Team Brad, and one that says On With The Podcast. (laughs) See, Brad, that's a proper link. That's a good link. Well done. You're welcome. (laughs) So yeah, they're all available on our website, just www.mybiggaypodcast.com and click on shop. By buying a mug, you're not just sort of funding a day out for me and Brad or Brad's <laughs> drinking habit. You are funding our podcast. Our podcast is not free to put on, but we're so happy that we have people listening to it all over the world. So by buying a mug, you are really helping us grow the podcast itself. So yes, if you would like one, please go and buy one. But I might need to spend some of the funds on a beard hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
So a couple of weeks ago, you may have seen that we teamed up with Bioshore for National HIV Testing Week to give out some free HIV testing, self-testing kits, I should say, to some of our listeners and where some people can go and buy them if they wanted to. And very excited to say that my Bioshore HIV self-test has arrived. Great. Okay, so talk us through because I've never done one of these, like a home one. I've always gone um, to my sexual health clinic to have my uh, sexual health test done. So this is new for me. Yeah, so I actually, I do too. I go to Dean Street, but I have tried to do one at home before and I failed miserably because I couldn't get enough blood out of my finger and my room became some sort of like chainsaw Texas massacre. <laughs> um, so I just thought I'd get a professional tip from now on. But anyway, these kits, um, they're lovely actually. They just are very simple. I will say that it arrived in a completely unbranded box through the post. That is good. Yeah, if you want to be discreet, great. Yeah, it just looks like any one of those like brown paper rip open um, Amazon boxes. There's nothing on the front of it that says where it's from or what it's to do with. So if you're doing it um, in secret or you just want to be discreet about it, it's totally discreet. You then open it up and you've got your little box inside. Um, it's got the name on the front. It says the world's easiest HIV test. No questions, no labs, no waiting, which is mm. sums up perfectly. Because one of the, the great things about Bioshore is that they give you a result in 15 minutes, right? Yeah, in 15 minutes. So it says that on the back. You can test wherever and whenever is convenient for you. Get your results in just 15 minutes. Right. Um, it then gives you a little bit of um, information. It says HIV is treatable condition once you know your status. So like they're promoting that actually, obviously to get HIV, it is not the end of the world and it is now treatable and there's lots of amazing medication and people that you can go to about it. So it's, but it's all about catching it as quickly as possible yes um yeah obviously we spoke more about that when we had the lovely interview with greg owen who actually maybe we should get back on the podcast at some point yes um yeah yes no he he was so interesting and also very handsome oh my goodness his voice <laughs> melt mother may i <laughs> um so yeah so i'm gonna open it up it says really easy uh tear open to open so i'm gonna tear it open inside it is plastic wrapped obviously to keep it safe because it is a test kit you obviously wouldn't want anything affecting the result yep what does it look like i'm so intrigued okay so there's another little sleeve inside you push it open oh and then out pops i need to make some space on the desk out pops a little plastic tray mm-hmm. okay so in here we've got a, a little brochure that says before you start you can watch a short video and then it gives you a little qr code so you can watch it on your phone that's super helpful mm-hmm uh, and then when you're ready, make sure your hands are clean and dry and open the pouch by tearing here. So I'm going to do that now. Okay, so inside is like a little test tube and also a little pinpricking thing. Yep. Okay, so it's having a quick read. Sorry, bear with. So it says to prepare. It says, find and remove the buffer part from the end of the test device. So you prick your finger. Oh, and then it shows you exactly how much blood you need. Oh, it's really not much blood at all. Oh my goodness, the one that I did, it was like three test tubes, like three mini test tubes. This is like, I don't know, half a thimble, like tiny. Oh, that is good. Because that is the one thing that puts me off is pricking my own finger and like squeezing the blood out. I'm a bit squeamish for things like that. So I'd much rather go to a a clinic because then they just do it all and it just happens rather than me like having to do it. Yeah. Um, So then it says to put the, lay it flat here and then you wait 15 minutes for your result then it says one line is negative two lines is positive and no lines mean the test did not work obviously that's just in case something goes wrong Uh, and then they give you a little bag at the end which i originally thought was so you could post it but obviously it's not so you can wrap it all up and throw it away safely sure because you actually don't need to post anything back right because it gives you the result right here right now exactly 
Well, you know what you're going to do, Benji, don't you? Oh my gosh, I'm going to do it right now, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, do it on the podcast and get your result. All right, all right, I'll do it now. I think what, give me a second, I'll get this going, and then we'll find out the result later on the podcast, all right? Great. So, Benji, the reason why I have got a very large drink today is my emotions the last few days have been all over the place. Have you watched It's a Sin on Channel 4? Okay, so don't shoot me. I have not watched it yet. <sighs> right. Okay. You have to have to watch it. Do you know? Do you know anything about it, or like what have you seen? Maybe on social media? No, nothing. I know. Obviously, it's themed around um, HIV, mm-hmm. uh, and it people have been saying how like great it is to make uh, like for awareness of HIV. But I've tried to sort of stay away from too much of the storyline because I don't want anything to be spoiled. So obviously, don't give us any spoilers, Brad. Um, but I definitely do want to watch it. Um, I'm more of a sort of person where I like just binge everything all at once. So I'm just trying to find a day where I can literally now watch all the episodes now they're all out. But I'm guessing you just finished it? Literally, I watched the last episode an hour before we started recording, hence why I needed the big drink. So it's a five-part drama. It's on Channel 4. And as you say, it's now all available on Catch Up anyway. Mm. So every week for the last five weeks, they were putting the next episode out and it just finished on TV last last Friday. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's all on catch up. And I think now it's um, it's been aired in America. So and potentially all over the world on HBO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think more, obviously more people are going to see it. But you are right. It is set in London in the 1980s. And it is um, based around a group of gay friends. And it's about them embracing their sexuality and discovering themselves in London in the 1980s. But as we know, the 80s was when the AIDS epidemic came to fruition. So it started off in America and eventually came over to to the UK. And it's about how these this group of friends survives in the struggles against this crisis. And it's so funny as well. So it's not all um, sort of heartbreak and sadness but obviously you do get really attached to the characters and it reminds me so much of my group of gay friends and living in London and like going out and partying and doing all the really fun things that we love to do and as I was watching it I just kept thinking oh my goodness if this was my group of friends in the 80s like how different our lives could have been based on the HIV virus Mm. and tells the story of what, of what happened to them. But so much is like true to what was going on in politics at the time and culture. And obviously it was at a time when um, England and the UK was still very much homophobic, which is just crazy to think because you were born in the 80s as well, right? Same as me. <laughs> just. Yeah, just. But to think that when we were born, all this was going on and it's just, it blows my mind. Mm. Um but what is really interesting about this um, this drama is I don't know if you've seen some of the other movies where HIV is is uh, a part of the storyline, but they're mostly all set in America. So we hear about the AIDS story from American perspective. This is actually the first time I think I've ever seen this story told, but in in London in in UK. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I can't think of any either, actually. I can't think of any... Yeah. Well, I mean, there will be some, but nothing that comes to mind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking like Philadelphia, I don't know if you've seen that old like um, Texas... Buyers, Dallas Club, that yeah. one. Yeah, so this is the first time I've ever kind of seen the story in London. And so obviously it looks at like the politics and that was going on at the time where Section 28. Is that, right, let, before you tell me what that is, is that the one that Maggie Thatcher brought in? Yes. About how it was illegal to, 
teach about it, talk about it. Exactly. So any books in schools that had any kind of like gay undertone or gay characters had to be removed. So kids just weren't exposed to any like gay characters or literature or anything. Yeah, it, it, it briefly touches upon that as well. And then all the people rioting against AIDS because at first they just thought it was like this gay disease that was killing off the gays. They didn't care until obviously it started to affect the wider community and then that's when they got involved um but it is you know you you do watch and you you really like root for the characters and particularly these people and there's and there's straight allies in it that go and protest and you you see all that uh that side of things as well and really makes you proud to be part of our amazing community that we that we have and the people before us that have had to fight and like go through all of these battles to get to a stage where we can live far more freely and openly now than what we could when we were born isn't that crazy Mm, i know i do think about you know all the people in i was gonna say celebrities but just people who are in the public eye who obviously had a career during that time and I went back and read about him, what they had to go through. Like even people like Graham Norton, mm. like even just to be a public figure who was gay had such a hard time. And like band, like in bands, like they're not being able to come out. And I still think that's very much prominent today because of like the image of, you know, we want you to look like a, you know, a hetero single male so that you get all the female fans. Mm. And I just felt that's, that's such a vicious, venomous way of thinking and almost like grooming your audience like it's fake that's what it is and as far as i'm concerned it that that is grooming like yeah yeah totally agree and actually you say that because they touch upon that um people couldn't say that they they caught hiv or aids because because it was associated with this gay killing disease and they were going to get fired from work if they found if people knew that they were gay it was just crazy and such an awful time Mm. but it is really powerful so i'm not gonna lie there are some sad bits and heartbreaking bits and I don't think I've cried as much as I can't even remember the last time I cried this much. Oh, Brad, you do have a heart. I do have a heart. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought it? Through that <laughs> ice cold exterior. <laughs> I know. A little heart that just got broken to pieces this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> At least for once it was your heart being broken. As opposed to me breaking others. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, honestly, do watch it. I think it's so important that we know about uh, this time in history anyway and know what the challenges that our our LGBTQ plus family before us had to fight in order to pave Uh the way for the lifestyle we have now. So I think it's so important to to be educated on it and and know what went on because I was never taught about this at school. Do you know what? Just... No, nor was I. Sorry, nor was I at all. I did listen to that. But when you said the people before us, don't you find it interesting when like guys go like, oh, it's like a dirty old man over there. Mm. Right. Next time you're out and you see like a dirty, what you'd call like a dirty old pervy man, like in the corner of a bar, like watching you, just remember what they have gone through. A hundred percent. Not right. Not, I'm not saying everyone. Some of them I'm sure are just, I'm sure there are just creepy people out there but before you pass judgment just think that person in the corner who's finally come to terms with who he is he's finally come out to people who he is he's gone to a gay bar which wasn't acceptable when he was of our age or younger and now he's trying to claim back those years that he was suppressed from having Mm. so next time you see that old weirdo in the corner i'm not saying you have to go up and talk to him or buy him a drink but don't just assume they're just a weird creep in the corner because they didn't have the freedom that you have now to be dancing on a pole as a male in heels in freedom. They didn't have that. Yeah, exactly. 
Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And also, you just never know what stories they might have to share or what like fun things they've experienced. And it's all about learning from each other, isn't it? And just yeah. embracing our community. Totally. But anyway, go watch it. It is amazing. It's very educational. And get the tissues. That's all I'm going to say. So that's It's a Sin, Channel 4. You can catch up on 4 on demand. Correct, yeah. Fab. Also, I don't know if you've seen on social media, but there are T-shirts going around that people are wearing with the words LA on it, L-A. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. I wasn't sure what they were about. Well, and they're to do with It's a Sin. So this group of friends, they have a little catchphrase and they keep going, la. And it's like a funny like moment that they've, like, they do in, in the first episode. And it's their, their little thing. And you can buy a T-shirt that says la on it. And it raises money for the Terence Higgins Trust, which is the UK's leading HIV and sexual health charity. And every T-shirt bought, 20 quid goes to them. And they've raised over £200,000 so far. Wow, that's so good. Terence Higgins Trust, side note, is fantastic. I have seen them supporting so many LGBT projects, especially around London. Yeah, they're amazing. Like, um, yeah, really good. So yeah, I might go get myself one of those T-shirts. Get yourself a T-shirt, babes. So it's that time of the week where we listen to your uh, Dear Diaries. And we've had one written in from a lovely gentleman called Aaron from Devon. Have you read this Dear Diary before I play it? (laughs) I did read this, yes. Okay. At home, if you are currently eating anything, um, (laughs) I I would just, just hold fire just for the next 30 seconds. Right. Here is Aaron's Dear Diary. Brian in the sky, take it away. Dear Diary, back when I was 18 I had my first proper boyfriend. He ended up cheating on me so we broke up, but I was still fully in love with him. I caught wind that he was going dogging one night so naturally I decided I would go dogging too to try and see him. After walking into the woods next to the car park I saw him. There he was like a sex angel with various old men all around him, one in each hand, one in the back and he was inside someone. Me thinking this was my movie moment I joined in and got involved. He kissed me and the butterflies were unreal. It was love. So I went down on him and got an awful smell and taste. Yes. There was shit in my mouth. I felt unwell. I went home for a shameful shower and brushed my teeth like you wouldn't believe. Safe to say it wasn't love. Wow. Wow, what a a story. Um, How many shameful showers have you had in your lifetime, Benji? a fair few (laughs) i thought so (laughs) a fair few shameful showers and i have done that horrible no not that what he's not what's happened to him that's never happened to me but i have done that like brushing your teeth to try and wash away the shame kind of thing sure yeah i mean i don't even know where to begin with this story well first of all dogging if you don't know what dogging is it's where you go and watch people have sex am i right I thought dogging is when you take your partner and you and you play with other people, but with your partner. All right. So I just Googled dogging just because, oh, yeah, dogging and cruising. That I always get confused between the two. So dogging is the practice of watching or engaging in exhibitionist sexual activity in a public place. So sex in public, either watching or doing it. Oh, so then, yeah, I have done dogging because I have had sex in public. Oh, but in an exhibitional way. So people watch you. So then, no, I've not done. Um, 
Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, no, I've been to a gay sauna before. So, yeah. In a gay sauna where gay guys go and like fall around and sometimes there's like a few people there like either watching or whatever. So I've done that before. Back in my youth. No. So if you went to this sauna and then you were actually having sex with someone who people were watching, mm. then I might call that dogging. But if you were just mm. sort of, you know, letting your hands wander, I don't think that counts. Yeah, I was basically doing everything but, so I guess that's like pretty much. I don't think it is. Sorry about it. So I've not achieved dogging in my lifetime just yet. Just yet. Add that to the list. (laughs) 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 So same question to you. Have you done dogging? I... I need you to clarify what the difference between with cruising is because I don't feel like you've made that clear. That is very true. Okay. So dogging is to be watched, but cruising is just to do it with random people outdoor that you meet. Okay. Yeah. So cruising is exactly what you've just said. It is to be in public and have sex with someone, but you're looking for a partner to have sex with. So I guess cruising would be, I don't know, you're walking in the park late at night and then you clock eyes with someone and then you go and have sex in the bushes. Right. So have you done dogging? I have not actively gone to have intercourse in public so that people can watch. No. But, okay, not actively, but potentially you ended up in that situation. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Now I want to know. Come on, like, give us like a clue of where it might have been. Yeah, okay, so I have. And in London, like there's loads of places you can go. Um, Whereabouts was it? It was in South London, Mm. in a grassed area. Uh Uh-huh, Clapham Common, next. Next question. (laughs) Uh, Actually, there's quite a few, not just that place. Um, Mm. Yeah, and like, it is what it is. I would always have called it cruising. But hang on, did you go there to have sex with someone? Not prearranged, no. I went there because I read, I'd I'd read all about it, and a friend of mine had told me about it, and I was like, oh, I'm not really sure if that's actually a thing anymore. So I thought I'll go check it out, and um, <laughs> turns out it is. So hang on, you heard that at Clapham Common people go cruising, and you were like, I don't know if that's true, so I'm gonna actually just go there myself and look, and you did go and look, and you saw it happening. Yeah, if you go down to the woods tonight, <laughs> big, sure surprise. A big surprise. <laughs> Yeah, so I was somewhere else in London at the time, and then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to walk there, I've got nothing else to do. Okay, so, and then you saw people having sex, so then did you watch, or did you get involved? No, I was walking around, this was a while ago, I remember walking around and seeing like the same people walking past the same bit over uh, and over yeah. again. And they giving like the eyes, like checking out, doing the eyes. Yeah. yeah, and like Clapham as well, so really attractive people, and I was just mm. like... Well, that I find attractive, I should say. Six years later, I've got my membership. I'm there on a weekly basis and (laughs) got the T-shirt, got the mug. So you did the first thing, which was cruising, which is to go and look for uh, sex with someone in public place, which you did. But then did you do dogging, which is to then actively do it? I think it turns out that somebody else then was watching, yeah. Right, so you did both in one night. Congratulations. Congratulations, you're number one. I want to thank you for a job well done. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Now, now who's whiter than Gandalf's beard? <laughs> you little fruity fox. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I, I've told, I've like said this loads of times before, like I'm very much, uh, I'm, I'm a very liberal person and I feel like as long as you're not breaking the law or harming anybody, just do what you want. 
Yeah, but you know, these are like illegal acts. Mm, technically, it's not. If you really look into it, it's illegal if somebody watches you that didn't want to be watching you. It's actually one of those loopholes where it's only illegal if you're caught. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if, so, if I then went up to the police and said, um, I just had sex with somebody in the field over there, there's nothing they could do about it. Because I haven't offend, I haven't offended anybody. Whereas if like people walk past and saw it and called the police, then it's I think it only comes under um, indecent exposure anyway. Wow, Benji, I'm I'm surprised. I really am mm. surprised. Oh, Brad, I'll sh- I'll show you all the best places to go if you like. Please do. I feel like I'm, loads. Yeah, I just need to get involved in this. Absolutely. One of them, I will drive you to, and I'll drop you off like your first day at school, <laughs> and I'll leave you for an hour and a half with a little packet of things to keep you safe. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. then I'll come back and get you, and we just won't talk about it. <laughs> No, what you'll do is you'll make me talk about it on the podcast and share all my dirty secrets. <laughs> no, what I'll do is I'll make sure I know that there are loads of stooges in the woods, like film you. <laughs> film you walking around, I should point out. Not Okay, okay, moving on, moving on. You're obsessed with me and I love it. Sorry, Aaron, we haven't come back to your story. Um, personally, I would uh, thank you so much for painting the image of sex angel in my head. <laughs> I love that phrase, a sex angel. I'd like to think that I have been a sex angel in my past. Uh-huh. <laughs> or devil, I'll take over. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you think really highly of yourself. You do. <laughs> but Aaron, I can't believe that you went to go and find your boyfriend do that. Like, surely that's just going to be heartbreak all over. Hang on, he started off by saying when he was 18, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so you're young, you're in love. I hope that you've grown from that now, Aaron, and you're much more of a strong, independent woman, and you don't need him if he don't want you. Absolutely. Yeah, because he was busy doing his dog in. Yeah, busy with his four men friends. Older men friends as well, it said. There's nothing wrong with them being older, Brad. No, I know. I'm partial to an older person every now and again. Anyway, Aaron, thank you so much for sharing your story. If you do have any Dear Diaries that you'd like to share with us, please send us a message on Instagram or email. We would love to hear them and share them on the podcast. Right, Benji, it's been 15 minutes. Have you got your result? I can look at my result. Here we go. So wait 15 minutes for your test to run, turn this page, read the result. So one line means negative, two lines means positive, and it is on one line, which is negative. Yay! Awesome. Oh, that's great news, Benji. Yeah, I am, um, little side note, doing one of these is incredibly nerve wracking. And if you are at home and you are worried and you do get one of these, I will just say they could not really make it easier for you even to the point of when you pull out the brochure and you read how to do it and you do it and you put the um, it says like to lie your test results back in the box you then actually have to close a flap of paper over it to carry on reading which means you kind of not you don't forget it's there but you're not constantly watching it yeah like i think little details like that are absolutely brilliant like i i was firm very firm when i knew what the result was going to be anyway mm-hmm. but you do get nervous like for the whole of this podcast i have been nervous and you know anyone out there who gets one done is no just do send us a message or reach out to somebody because although you can do it at home behind closed doors in your privacy i'm not really sure if it should be something that you should do alone yeah like it shook me up and i'm i'm pretty unshakable but that got me got me nervous yeah because you knew what the test result was probably going to be didn't you yeah but there is that small little 
niggling feeling in the back of your mind once you've done a test like you just never know what might come up no you never know and like like you said to me in, in between takes he said like what would you do if it did come back positive mm. and i'm still firm i said to you like well you know if it does there's nothing i can do about it and i would contact healthcare and i would proceed to take medication yeah. like i mean it's easy enough to say well that's what i would do but it, it is a terrifying thought i know there is fantastic healthcare out there and i keep saying this uh, and therefore if you did come back positive it, it is it's no longer the end of the world for you but it, it is it is nerve-wracking so all i'm going to say is if you're going to take one and you are going to do it by yourself that's absolutely fine but maybe just let somebody know that you're doing it mm. um because you never know even just to get for a hug at the end once you get the negative or result or if it does get positive and you feel like you need somebody maybe just reach out to your best judy <laughs> <laughs> always or to us send us a message if you're doing it honestly so yes, I did this test with Bioshore, which is a self-test at home, which you get your results in 15 minutes. You can buy it from various drugstores, Superdrug, Boots, etc. online. Um, but yes, there are other tests available. You do pay for that one because it is such a quick result there and then. Yes. But of course, you can go to your local sexual health clinic and you can get a sexual health test done for free. We obviously really promote that. We really encourage people to go get tested, particularly just watching It's a Sin as well. It's so important that you get tested regularly. And obviously, we very much encourage practicing safe sex. But Brad, yes, we have now come to the end of our podcast. We have. Today has just flown by. Has flown by. I feel like we're leaving on quite a heavy note, but I think it's an important one. So I'm I'm okay with it. Yes, I'm okay with it. I think that's a good strong message that we should get out today. Yeah, absolutely. Plus this pink port is going right to my head. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll leave it there. As always, if you don't follow us on social media, you can by following at Big Gay Podcast or head over to our website, which is mybiggaypodcast.com, where you can now buy your very own mug. Yes, you can, because... If you're going to spill the tea, you might as well do it in a big gay podcast mug. <laughs> but that is all we have time for on this week's episode of My Big Gay Podcast. My name is Benji. And my name is Brad. Until next time. See, see you, you next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. I might buy myself a Team uh, Brad mug. Well, I've obviously got a Team Brad mug anyway. Oh my goodness, you're such a dick. You're such a dick. I'm kidding. Obviously, I've supported my fellow co-host and got on with the podcast mug. <laughs> I'm just going to get a Sharpie and write Benji's the best on mine anyway. So, so who are you? My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Ugh. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown. As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy, Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard and Marty. By subscribing, you're helping to keep My Big Gay Podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yes, and thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes. Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate, we're trying to thank our following, not send them running. <laughs> <laughs>